The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi guys, it's Jordan from the Balanced Blonde Soul on Fire podcast. On my show, we go deep on all things astrology, awakening, motherhood, channeling, healing, and so much more. A few years ago, I was diagnosed with chronic Lyme disease, and the healing journey I embarked on at that time set me on the path to radical awakening. Let's just say I had no choice but to change my energy, and that opened me up to the most beautiful healing of my life. On my show, you can expect to feel like you're sitting in my living room chatting with old friends. Tune in every Wednesday to connect and hang on the Balanced Bond Soul on Fire. Hi, it's Mariana. I'm the co-founder of Summer Fridays and host of the Life with Mariana podcast. I know if you guys love manifesting, you will love this episode. If you're trying to learn about it, if it's something you already do, you're going to learn so much from Roxana Fusi. She's a self-development coach and speaker and author of Manifest Seven Steps to Living Your Best Life. And I really think that this book will help so many of you in your life. So I want to give it to a few of you along with some Summer Fridays products. So if you're listening to this episode, screenshot this, tag me and Roxy on Instagram, and I will send a few of you this book because I would love to help you guys manifest whatever it is you're working towards. I went to a business conference a few months ago, and usually when I go to conferences, it's a lot of speakers that are talking a lot about business things. And it was the first conference I went to where they actually ended with a speaker about manifesting and all these topics that I'm sure so many other founders or executives that were there really care about, but it's never really touched on. And I was so interested by her speaking, and I actually got a copy of her book at that trip that I had to have her on the podcast, and she actually manifested this for herself. So I was leaving, and I was in the car, and I saw her walking out. And I was talking to her on the way out when I was literally leaving the hotel. And I was like, I would love for you to be on my podcast. And she was like, I would love to be on your podcast. I've been manifesting this. It was like just so perfect that we met and really like just shows when you put something out into the universe, like it might just happen. And so I think you guys will love this one from Roxy. And her book is amazing. I will link it in the show notes. It's a really great gift to give for people. Actually, we had a community event in Miami and someone got it for me as a gift. And that was so sweet because they knew it was something that I really care about. Before we jump into the episode, I wanted to do a little life update with you guys. And I thought for this life update, I would talk more about manifesting in my own life and how I do this and how it's a part of my routine and my daily habits and my yearly habits. So every year, if you guys have listened to the podcast for a while now, in December, I usually sit down, I write down my goals and my intentions is what I like to call them. I know I just say goals, but I'm really like thinking about the things that I intend to happen in the next year. And I really visualize and make like a mood board of the things that I'm working towards. And then I get really specific with those goals and the things I want to manifest. And I will type things out. I'll type out a quote. I'll type out a headline. I'll type out exactly what it is that I want. And then I'll put all those things together. And then I write down lists of things that I like. And And this is really helpful for me to do at the end of the year and just kind of like look at the goals and intentions I had for the year before, see what I need to carry over to the next year, see what maybe didn't make sense for me to carry over and what am I working towards in the future? And when I think about manifesting and intentions and setting the intentions that I have for the next year, it's something that maybe it doesn't happen in that calendar year, but it's just something I'm working towards in life. So you can kind of have those same things you're manifesting for many years until it actually happens, but maybe the work of what you're doing is leading you to that thing that you want to accomplish. 
And when I think about manifesting for me, it's really the intentions that I have and the things that I'm working towards and I'm putting it out there in the universe, but then I've got to do the things to make it happen. So it's fine to manifest these things, but it's just not going to magically appear in your life. Like you have to put yourself in those situations and work towards the thing that might happen. Like let's say for example, Roxy was manifesting. She would be on the podcast, but then she spoke at the same conference as me. And then we went up to each other to talk to each other. So it was like, putting yourself in this situation, but then taking these things into your own hands to kind of like help what you're manifesting along the way. And so I really believe in the power of positive thinking and believing like I am going to accomplish this thing. This will happen. And in this episode, later in the episode, Roxy has a few affirmations that she says every day before she wakes up. And I love these. And I want to add more affirmations into my routine. A few episodes ago, I posted a bonus episode of evening affirmations and meditation that you guys can play. You guys can play this when you get ready for bed while you're doing your skincare routine. And it's really great to just start having this power of positive thinking. And I think that's so much of what man manifestation is. Another thing that helps me with manifesting is following people online who inspire me. So instead of being jealous of someone that you follow online or seeing it and like saying, why not me? Think I see this person and I see that this is possible for me and I'm going to use this to help visualize this thing for myself. So let's say there's somebody you're inspired by their career. They posted something on Instagram. You want that for yourself. Screenshot it. Photoshop your logo on top. Photoshop your face on their body. Like Do whatever it is to help you manifest that this thing could happen for you. Make a fake Instagram post that you're congratulating yourself for hitting a milestone and print it out. And maybe that's something on the background of your phone so you can help manifest and visualize towards this thing you're working on. So this is such a special thing to me and I really think it's helped me so much in my career and my life and the things I care about of things that I'm working towards. And anyway, Roxy is really the expert here on manifestation. So I think you guys will love this episode. If you're loving it, I would just suggest sending it to a friend that you think might want to hear this. And don't forget to subscribe to my podcast. I have new episodes every single Tuesday. All that means is when you open your podcast app on Apple, you'll see my new episodes or on Spotify. You can follow me there as well. And if you are loving the podcast, if you could leave this a five-star rating and review. And now let's hear from Roxy. Have you always been into manifesting? If not, how did you get into it? No. So growing up, I definitely grew up in an environment where I didn't really know anything about spirituality, wellness, like honestly, general health. I didn't learn to have like a positive mindset or anything like that. I was always quite unhappy and had quite like a negative mindset, I would say. But when I kind of entered my 20s, I found yoga and it was at a time where I was actually already addicted to cocaine and alcohol and I was smoking like 25 cigarettes a day but I had yoga as my sort of safe place it was the one thread of wellness I suppose that kind of stayed with me through that time and then in April 2018 I went on a yoga teacher training course and I thought that this yoga teacher training course in Thailand would be the thing that would change my life and I would go and do 200 hours of meditating and be away from drugs and this hedonistic lifestyle and that I would get back and be a new woman. But what happened was that I got home from the yoga teacher training and within 24 hours I was back taking drugs again and I thought, I'm never ever going to change. So a friend of mine said to me, oh, you should listen to this podcast I've just listened to on manifesting. And I was like, fuck it, I'll try anything at this point because I had hit 
kind of, oh, I'd hit many rock, rock bottoms along the way, but this was probably one of my lowest. So I listened to a podcast on it and that was May 2018 and something in me just clicked. I just thought, oh my God, I have the power to change my life. And in fact, I have been manifesting, but in the wrong direction. So that's kind of when I found it. And then I just immersed myself in that whole journey. And two weeks after listening to that podcast on the 7th of June, 2018, a man named Wade, who was from Australia, messaged me on a dating app. And on the 7th of June, 2019, a year to the day, our baby boy Wolf was born. That's incredible. And I I heard a little bit of that story because we actually just met last week and I was so inspired by you and your story and what you were sharing. And I was actually telling Imran, I was like, I've been to so many business conferences, but I've never had someone come speak about manifesting because it's something that's so personal in my own life, something I do, something Mm -hmm. I always want to improve on. And it was such an inspiring way to end something where usually you're just at a business conference hearing people talk. And I Mm -hmm. love that he brought you to share this with us because it was such a great way to end what was already an inspiring conference, but even something like, you know, you thought you told us to think about our why, why are we doing things? And I think that gives so much intention to what we're manifesting, which is a lot of times what I tell people is like a lot of times people say like, oh, I want to manifest this thing, but it's like, why do you actually want it? Or like, Mm -hmm. what is your reason for wanting these things other than just wanting to like maybe achieve this goal? So I want to get into this whole concept of manifesting. So how do you explain it to someone in simple terms or what does it mean to manifest something? So manifesting is using the power of your mind to change and create the reality you experience. And to me, it's a self-development practice. So I, I often get asked kind of, oh, what shall I do every day to manifest? And I say, it's not a ritual. It's actually not something you do. It's a way of living. And it really kind of feeds into everything that you are and all the things that you do day to day. Yeah, I agree. I definitely think it's like, it's even my mindset and how I think and how I think about things. So it's not that I'm actively manifesting. It's just a belief that I have that if I want to do something or something to come into my life, that I believe it is possible and that I can do the things to make it a possibility. 100%. I think, you know, at the core of manifesting is your self-worth and the kind of biggest secret of it is that you manifest what you subconsciously believe you're worthy of receiving. So you can think about, you know, the dream house or the dream job or the dream partner, but if you don't believe really in your core that you are worthy of receiving it, you won't be able to attract it into your life. In my second step, remove fear and doubt, you know, I talk a lot about this because for most of us, we you know, initially we're born into this world full of just like incredible self-confidence and feelings that, you know, we are worthy of having everything that we want. You know, I only just have to look at my son, like he expects me to give him everything that he wants. And we have this amazing, you know, self-assuredness. But what happens is that life, well, life happens. Life happens to all of us and to varying extents. We come to this belief that we are not enough exactly as we are. And then we go throughout our lives reaffirming these negative and limiting beliefs that are blocking us from having the things that we want. And so it's really this process of unconditioning. And I guess that's why manifesting is this kind of self-development practice and why healing is so, you know, integral to it. But the way we can do that is actually by reprogramming our subconscious. So we have this incredible thing called neuroplasticity, which is our brain's ability to form new neural pathways through repeated thought and action. So 
when we are able to use really simple tools like affirmations, visualization, changing the way that we speak to ourselves, the language that we use, we can actually start to change our belief system because a belief is just a thought that's been repeated so many times that it becomes one. And you mentioned that that was part of the second step. So I want to go back to all of the steps because your book is called Manifest Seven Steps to Living Your Best Life. So let's go back and start with the first step of the book that is to be clear in your vision. So what do you mean by that? So essentially, you can't get to where you want to go if you don't know where it is you are headed. And so with this step, what I really ask people to to do is to come to this with two things. The first thing is vulnerability. So I think that it requires us to be quite vulnerable when we're looking at what we want our life to really look like one year from now or five years from now or even six months from now because often that requires us to take quite a long hard look at the things in our lives that we want to change that we're actually not happy with and sometimes that can be quite hard to admit to say do you know what I'm really not happy with my career I'm actually really not happy in this relationship I'm not happy with how I am within myself and so it requires this vulnerability for us to be able to look what we want to change, but also be really honest about what our dreams are. Because sometimes we keep our dreams hidden because of those fears and doubts and those insecurities. And we don't even allow them to come into the, you know, into our minds. We don't even allow ourselves to imagine them. And then we need courage. We need the courage to allow ourselves not only to see it, but then to start to think, actually, I'm going to set this as a real goal for myself. I'm really going to establish this as something that I want to work towards, that I want to manifest. And I think you made a really good point earlier about intention. And I think when we're thinking about the things that we want and what we want to manifest, it is really important that we're asking ourselves why. I mean, you're absolutely right. Why is it that we want this? What do we think it will bring us in terms of fulfillment and contentment and joy? And is that, do you know that to be true? Do you know that, for example, that particular career path will actually make you feel fulfilled? Or do you just think that it's going to give you this external validation? And those are very different things. So it's getting that real clarity on why you want it as well. This episode is all about manifesting, and there are definitely some things that I do in my daily practice between manifesting, journaling, and just spending time to do it that makes such a big difference. There are so many things we can do, like small daily actions to make a huge difference. And when it comes to caring for your hair, a little goes a long way. So whether you're fine, medium, or thick, whey is just your type. They have amazing shampoos and conditioners that are made to give your strands exactly what they need, helping you with multiple hair concerns to get you on your way to good hair days every single day. I have been using Ways products ever since the brand launched, and one of my favorites is their detox shampoo, and I end up using a lot of dry shampoo and texturizing spray, and I really need to just cleanse my hair, and afterwards, my hair just feels so good and clean. It's exactly what you think when you think about a detox. If you guys want to nourish your hair every day and keep it looking its best, use the shampoo and conditioner from Way. If you just need a little bit of volume, they have something for that. If you want a conditioner just really rich, Way has your fine, medium, and thick hair covered. If you're not sure what your type is, take their hair quiz to find the way that works for you. Once you find your favorite shampoos and conditioners, you guys can stock up and save with their 32 ounce refill pouches of their most loved shampoos and conditioners. The detox shampoo that I was telling you guys about that I love, it really just gives your strands and scalp a deep cleanse to bring it back to life while adding strength, softness, and shine. 
Get on your way to healthier hair one day at a time with shampoos and conditioners that are just your type. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use code Mariana15 for 15% off your entire purchase. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, code Mariana15. I remember the day, that dreaded day we all wish would never come, the day you are kicked off your parents' healthcare plan. Whether you've got insurance coverage or not, you can still get the care you need whenever you need it with Caraway. Have you ever gone onto WebMD or Google to look up what you might have if it's just a headache only to end up down a rabbit hole freaking out about a bunch of horrible conditions you don't even have? Well, don't panic. Talk to a real doctor instead and right away with Caraway. Caraway is the care you need all in one place. Their easy-to-use app offers physical, mental, and reproductive health care tailored to the needs of Gen Z. With Caraway, you have unlimited 24-7 access to experienced care team of doctors, therapists, psychiatrists, gynecologists, nurses, and health advisors. And you'll always talk to a real person, not a robot. And this is something I know would have been so helpful for me because sometimes, you know, you're not feeling great in the middle of the night and you need to talk to somebody. So it's so amazing to have 24-7 access. Caraway can help manage different healthcare concerns like getting medicine when you're sick, treating depression, or refilling birth control prescriptions. Membership starts at less than $25 a month. That's less than a copay at Urgent Care. Right now, Caraway is offering new members 30 days completely free if you go to caraway.health/slash Mariana. There's no credit card required to try it. Get free and unlimited access to chat with their care team for 30 days. That's C-A-R-A-W-A-Y.health/slash Mariana for 30 days completely free. Caraway is available in select states. Go to caraway.health slash Mariana to learn more. You mentioned things about being vulnerable with yourself, and sometimes you don't even know that it's inside you. So are there any practices or exercises we can do to pull this out of ourselves to really realize what we want to visualize and manifest? Well, I am a really big fan of vision boarding and I have within the book like this step-by-step guide and I split it into different categories so that people can really look at their life as a full picture. And when people do a vision board, I really ask them to create the sacred experience for themselves. So for example, you really want to set the scene with candles and music and spend some time before creating your vision board, perhaps doing a visualization meditation. You can find lots of guided ones online or do a journaling exercise for yourself, asking yourself the questions like, what do I want? Why do I want it? What do I want to change in my life? What do I feel is holding me back? And actually the most important question to be asking yourself is who do I want to become? And I think that that is actually the greatest gift of manifesting. It's not really the things. I mean, the things are great. They're the cherry on top. But it's the person that we become through this manifesting process that is the most magical and the most profound. I love that. I am a big vision board person also. I do one usually towards the end of the year. What time of year do you recommend somebody doing this? Do you think it should be something we do more than once a year? So I am like New Year's Eve is my tradition. So I've done one every year since I started this. And I, I honestly think there is just something and you'll know this. You put things down and then at the end, I'm always like, seriously, how the fuck? <laughs> how did that actually happen? It's incredible. But I think that if you've started and you've discovered manifesting mid-year, like whatever month it is, start with the vision board. You know, I think it is the it is the best starting place. So if you've already, you're well-practiced, I do think that. New Year time is perfect. Also, September, I think, is also a really great time. There's that new energy after summer, which I I love to align with. 
And then when we make the vision board, what do we actually do with it? Like it, it shouldn't just go in a closet in a corner. Like what can we do once we've actually made this tangible piece of art? Okay. So there's actually two sides to this, but I am a put it in your closet and put it away kind of gal because there's two reasons for this. The first one is that for me, I believe that I'm asking people to really come to their manifesting process. Like I say, with this real vulnerability and courage. And I think that subconsciously, you're never going to be as likely to dream as big as you want to. If you think that, you know, your boyfriend's going to walk in and see it on your wall or your friends are going to see it on your, on your screensaver. Because being honest about your dreams and how big you want to go with them isn't always something, for, for some people it is, but for most people it's not something that they would actually openly talk about or say. And so I think it can stop you really going as big as you could. The second reason I suggest putting it away is because manifesting and this is very much to do with step seven which is trust in the universe it's really about surrender it's about letting go it's about knowing what you want going through all the other steps which I'm sure we'll go through but then at the end of it just knowing like without a shadow of a doubt this unwavering confidence that it's going to happen and surrendering to the journey that's going to take you there and for me putting your vision board away is like a it's like doing that in action it's saying you know what I don't need to focus every day and looking every day at where I want to be I'm actually going to surrender to the journey that I'm on and know that that is coming and so for me putting it away is actually really important what I say to people is instead why don't you create a mood board and a mood board can be something that is on your wall or a you know, phone screensaver. And often that's what I find that people are actually doing. When I look at when people tag me in their vision boards, they're really mood boards. A vision board (laughs) should be very specific, you know, exact numbers and dates and, you know, really like specific dreams rather than these kind of like generalized images, which which look really pretty, but you need your goal to be as focused as possible. Yeah, my vision board is very specific. Like I would never post it online, but I'll go through and I'll find like a headline that I like about somebody I admire or inspired by. And I'll mock up the same headline with like Mariana in the title instead or Summer Friday. I love that. And so it's like very specific. So I make like the fake what I would think the article might be when this thing happens or specific numbers or things. And then I think something that's been helpful for me, too, is when I think about my vision board, I always do it for the new year. But just because it didn't happen in that year doesn't mean it's not going to happen in the future. So there's been certain things on my vision boards and they keep getting carried over every single year because it hasn't happened yet, but I'm still manifesting that thing to happen in my life. So it's not that it has to happen in this calendar year. And then there's been some things on it that the next year I was like, why did I even want that? Like, take this off because this is not even a goal (laughs) that I want for myself. And then on the back, I'll have a list and I write out very specific things like, goals, words, numbers, whatever it is. And then I like to check in like maybe once a year on the back on the list and start crossing things off. And I'm like, wow, like at one point, this was just a goal that I hoped to reach. And now we've actually like met or surpassed this goal. So it's a really great check-in for me just to look at them. But I, I do hide mine in my, in my office. I love, love that. I think firstly, the check-in is so great. And it also really helps like reinforce that trust in the universe and reinforce that belief in like the power of manifesting and it does give you that chance like I love that you can just sit there and say look how far I've come like I'm so proud of that and I think that we should be doing that more often anyway so I I really love that 
your next step is remove fear and doubt. Mm-hmm. And I think fear is probably one of the biggest things holding people back from accomplishing the things they want. How can we remove fear and doubt? Yeah, this is definitely the most challenging step, but the most significant. And the one that I think is the most important to all of us, I think whether you believe in manifesting or not, you know, there are some people that, that aren't less cynics and don't want to get on board. But even if they, they didn't want to, this step is something that will benefit absolutely everyone because we are all, you know, I, I believe that, you know, for all of us, we're viewing life through our belief system. So our belief system becomes like the lens in which we view everything, every interaction we have, everything we experience is different depending on what we believe about ourselves. And so this kind of removal of fear and doubt, which for me is this culmination of insecurity, low self-worth, limiting beliefs, enables us to kind of clear that lens in which we're viewing life and therefore change our entire experience of the world. It changes all our relationships. It changes how willing we are to take risks, how willing we are to step outside our comfort zone and how good we feel day to day. So kind of everything pins really on this step. And like I said, kind of before, there's loads that we can do. And in the book, I give so many tips and tricks and actionable tools that people can do every day to change their belief systems, to reprogram their subconscious beliefs. But also, like I really recommend going further with therapists or healers or counselors or whoever it is that can help you really get into those wounds that are currently, you know, unhealed. Yeah. And holding you back from really accomplishing Mm -hmm. all the things you want in life. Exactly. And I know that, you know, so many people listening might feel that, you know, their limiting beliefs are so overwhelming that they don't really know if it can be changed. And I, you know, I always try to lead by example, like my self-loathing was paralyzing. Like I have lived 28 years of my life truly despising myself. And if I can sit here with confidence that I, I just know that anybody can. And the next step is about aligning your behavior. And I love this step because I, I think a lot of times, like I want to act like the person I want to become, or if Mm. I had this thing that I want to accomplish, what would this person do? Or how would this feel? Or if I did this thing, what would it feel like? Or how would I treat people? Or, you know, I try to think of that experiences of aligning my behavior. So what do you mean by this step? Oh, I love that. And that is such a big part of it. So there's kind of a few different elements to this step. So one of it is exactly what you say, which is just to show up as the person that you want to become. And there's a phrase in the book that I say, which is like, fake it till you become it, which is really all about that. It's about thinking about what the future you would do. So I believe within all of us, we close our eyes, we know there's the highest version of ourselves within in, in the, you know the most empowered version of ourselves a version of ourselves that we aspire to be so it's not even about being someone else but it's about being the best us and we can visualize that person and we can think about what that person does day to day how they show up how they walk into a room how they you know treat other people how they allow themselves to be treated so that's a you know really one one part of it the other part of it is really that this step is all about taking action it's about um, stepping outside your comfort zone creating the change that you want to see in your life and I think it's important because you know there is this misconception that manifesting is just you know make a pretty vision board think about what you want and then wait for it to happen and that's absolutely not what it is you know there is no substitute for hard work and this really you know I always say that 
if remove fear and doubt is much more about this nurturing feminine energy and I would just mean in energy types align your behavior has got much more of that kind of like masculine energy where it's much more about the doing the momentum the motivation the drive and I would say the last part of this step as well is about your daily routines, your habits. And that's why wellness is such a big part of manifestation, because if we're manifesting, we subconsciously believe we're worthy of receiving. Then I believe that everything that we do every day and every moment is a reflection of our self-worth. That means how we treat ourselves, what we're putting in our bodies, how we're moving it. Everything reflects how worthy we feel of abundance, love, happiness, success, joy. And so it's really about our daily habits as well. What are some of your daily habits that help you in aligning your behavior? So for sure, using affirmations like throughout the day. Well, I always start like first thing when I open my eyes, today is going to be an incredible day. I'm open to opportunities. I can handle anything that comes my way. I am magnetic. You know, those are like my morning affirmations. And anytime I'm taking myself into a situation where I'm nervous or stressed or, you know, whether I'm about to go on stage or, you know, go into a important meeting, whatever it is. But also for me, it's like I take all my supplements. You totally got me on uh, Athletic Greens, I have to say. Oh my gosh, say. I love it. I, I literally gave it to somebody else this morning. My <laughs> friend was traveling. I gave her a whole box. And I was like, take these with you. Well, thank you, because I kept seeing Instagram ads everywhere. And I was like, my God, I'm getting so many ads. And then I saw you posting about it. And I was like, okay, if Mariana's using it, then I'm using it. So you had me sold. But that's now part of my wellness routine. I exercise, you know, I don't exercise every day, but I try three times a week. I always make sure I get some fresh air. I get, which by the way, for people in LA, I'm sure it's normal. But for us in the UK, we have to force ourselves out the house when when it's raining and cloudy all the time. But, you know, little things like that for me are what just keep me feeling my best every day. I love small, like guided breathwork meditations in the day. So if I'm ever feeling like I've got anxiety, or I'm feeling overwhelmed, or just do a small guided breathwork, but I always fall asleep to a visualization meditation, like every single night. And what are you listening to them on? Is there a certain app you like? Or do you, you listen I to YouTube? love YouTube. Like I've always loved, I started with YouTube. But the very first day I found out about, about manifesting, I went and started listening to like self-love affirmations. But now I teach, I have loads of affirmation playlists and meditations on my website as well. But obviously I don't like to listen to myself. So I go to <laughs> YouTube. And funnily enough, you know, Minaj, who was at BOF, Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a great self-love meditation on YouTube, which I've been listening to for years. And then he was at the conference oh, the other wow. day. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> we did a team activity. We took the marketing team and we did breath work on the rooftop in Venice. And it was like sunset time. Everyone was like mm. laying around with blankets. It was, it was great. Oh, I loved heaven. it. Heaven. It was beautiful. I feel like all your best ideas come when you're meditating or when you have the opportunity to clear your mind, whether you're exercising or going for a walk in those times I feel like the universe just hands you these ideas and when they do when it does you should act on them yes one of my favorite things to do is a walking meditation so I love Mm. to go by the beach in Los Angeles I'll listen to a walking meditation and I feel so good and so inspired afterwards it's one of my favorite things and it's also like habit stacking of multiple things at the same time so I can (laughs) try to fit in movement and being outside (laughs) and meditating all together Oh my God, I love that. I've never heard that term, habit stacking. That's so good. 
A few years ago, we had this idea that we wanted to sell skincare. We had no idea where to get started, so that's why I'm so glad we found Shopify. Shopify is the commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. Whether you're a garage entrepreneur or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to start, run, and grow your business without the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. So whether you're selling satin sheets from Shopify's in-person POS system or offering organic olive oil on Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform, you're covered. And once you reached your audience, Shopify has the internet's best converting checkout tool to help you turn them from browsers to buyers. I love that no matter how much we've grown in the last few years of having a brand, Shopify has grown with us. And my most favorite is having the app right in my hand on launch days so I can see everything in real time. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Mariana, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash Mariana to take your business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash Mariana. My wellness routine is something that's really a routine for me and part of my daily habits, no matter where I am in the world. And especially when I'm traveling, I like to also make it a part of my wellness routine because it makes me really just feel my best on vacation and I have that time for self-care. With over 200 destinations around the world, Weston Hotels make it possible for you to keep up with your wellness routine while traveling. With signature offerings that help you move, eat, and sleep well, Weston Hotels make travel an opportunity to enhance your well-being. At Weston, you can work out however you want with a variety of fitness options to keep your wellness routine on track while you're away. You can maintain your focus with their Weston Workout Fitness Studios equipped with state-of-the-art equipment. You could even go on a group run, which is so amazing to do when you travel because I really think running and going on walks is an amazing place to see local areas. You can be led by Weston's Run Concierge, a running guide and buddy who makes it easy for you to see all the areas. And wherever you are, run like a local because they have Weston's three and five mile scenic running maps, making it really easy for you to find the best route to explore on foot. Eat well with Weston's Eat Well menu designed with foods that make sure you meet your nutritional needs. When I travel, I'm always looking for foods that make me feel my best. And Weston chefs have crafted dishes with your well-being in mind. Choose what's right for you and Weston makes it really easy for you to continue nourishing your help no matter the destination. Recharge your body and mind with restorative sleep in Weston's renowned heavenly bed. You can wind down naturally and sleep well with lavender balm, which really helps to ease tension and soothe the senses. At Weston Hotels, there's amenities and offerings aimed to help you move well, eat well, and sleep well so you can keep your well-being close while away. Find wellness on your next day at Weston. So the next step I think is really challenging for people and that's the overcoming tests from the universe. And that almost seems like the most challenging because it's like when we're tested, those are the times when we kind of want to give up. So this is my favorite because you know, this for me, when we think about manifesting, and I keep saying it's, just, it's a way of living. Like, I really think that my book is not just a manifesting book. It's like a life guide. And because of that, you have to be honest that life is still going to come with its fair share of challenges and obstacles and difficult times. But what manifesting does is it teaches you how to deal with those in a way that actually pushes you forward rather than holds you back. So I like to view all those kind of things, those rejections, those challenges and obstacles as tests from the universe. And the test is there to ask you, how worthy do you really think you are? So the easiest example that I give is that imagine that you wanted to find your perfect partner and you went on a first date, the sparks were like flying and you thought, oh my goodness, Roxy was right. This happened so quickly. I've manifested the one the chemistry is incredible. This is it. And then three days passes and then you get a text. Hey, what's up? Okay. This is a test. 
this is a test to see how worthy do you really think you are of respect, love, adoration? Are you going to reply to this person and keep engaging with it and keep yourself stuck? Or are you able to recognize it as a test, know that you're worth more and walk away? And so every, you know, kind of all areas of our lives, we can look kind of what's around us and ask ourselves, where am I settling? Where am I actually not passing these tests and showing the universe that, no, I don't really believe I'm worthy of more. So that might be with toxic friendships. It might be in the way that we're treating ourselves. It might be in the jobs that we're in. Or, and it's also about, you know, when these obstacles come, or let's say that we are going for something and we get rejected, do we allow that rejection to prove to us that our limiting beliefs are valid? For example, we would we could say to ourselves, oh, see, I knew it wouldn't work out. I knew they would say no, obviously no good. And then you give up and then you kind of go back to keeping yourselves, like I said, stuck in the place that you're in. Or are you able to say, you know what, that's okay. I'm going to take meaning learning from it. I'm going to take to find the meaning in this experience and I'm going to actually allow it to strengthen my resilience and strengthen my ability to persist and then find my way to where I want to get to. Yeah. And sometimes it's like the saying like, you know, maybe that door wasn't supposed to be for you, you know, like whatever mm -hmm. the saying is, it's like sometimes it's like a redirection to something that's even better for us. So just knowing that sometimes those tests from the universe is just redirecting us for the thing that's meant to be. 100%. Like, I honestly feel that one of the things that manifesting has given me above anything is this ability to just kind of flow through the ebbs and flows of life with such greater ease. You know, when things don't go exactly as I want, I am so okay with it because I know that something better is on the other side. And if I'm going through a low point or I hit a period of time where I'm struggling, I know that abundance is on the other side of that. And what is the next step about embracing gratitude without caveats? So gratitude is this really high vibrational frequency emotion. And when we sit in this high vibrational frequency of gratitude, the universe gives us more to be grateful for. So my mom used to say this phrase to me in Arabic, and actually it explains this point perfectly. It translates as for every thanks you give, you get a thousand in return. And this really is what this step is about. The reason I call it embrace gratitude without caveat is because what I was finding was that we would say to ourselves, oh, yes, I'm so grateful for my house, but I just can't wait to be somewhere bigger. Or I'm so grateful for my job, but I can't wait to be paid more. And we kept trying to be grateful, but then adding this little caveat. So to say, okay, but it's not perfect yet. It's this like kind of reminder to ourselves and the world. And I think part of the reason why we do that is because we worry, well, if I'm completely grateful for all that I already have, does that mean that I won't be motivated to want more or to strive for more? And so this is why what I call the manifesting sweet spot. The manifesting sweet spot is knowing what you want whilst being entirely grateful for all that you already have. And for me, gratitude, and actually this the chapter in the book of gratitude is probably was my favorite to write and it's my favorite to ever read back because you just feel good anyway. But 
there's loads of tools that you can use every day. And I've got, like I said, loads in the book, but like positivity journals, just like one of my favorites and daily gratitude practices and language shifts that can actually help you to retrain your brain to focus more on the good in your life, to be more positive and to feel more grateful naturally. I love that term, that having an attitude of gratitude and anyone can do it. So if you're somebody listening and you know that you're kind of go-to is maybe to complain or maybe to see the worst in a situation or the half glass empty. You really can do these really simple practices to absolutely change your mindset and change the way you view the world. And this means that not only are you going to reach your goals while on your manifesting journey, but you're actually going to enjoy the life that you already have, you know, infinitely more because you're able to see the beauty in it. Yeah, absolutely. I have a gratitude practice myself. I have a journal that I write in every day. And then at night before I go to sleep, I always like just say to myself 10 things I'm grateful for when I'm in bed. Mm. And I always fall asleep before I get to the final 10. But I like that I go to, I like that I fall asleep thinking of the positive things that I'm grateful for throughout my day. So I always like to start and end my day with gratitude because there are so many things in our lives that we take for granted or that or it's just like a way to remind ourselves every day. And so I love doing this. And so I feel like it has helped me so much, especially put things into perspective or when I'm not having a great day to remember the things that I am grateful for, just like full stop. Yeah. Oh, you're such you're, you're such a natural manifester. It's so amazing. I don't think I've actually ever heard anyone who embodies it all so effortlessly. Oh, thank you. I When I was younger, I read The Secret and then I watched the movie and then I told my mom because I was like, a teenager or something at this point. And I was like, oh, this is already something that I do. And it was never that I needed to try to do something. It was just like something I naturally thought. And I remember when I was growing up and I was graduating from college and one of my roommates said like, okay, now that we're graduating, like, what's your, what what do you want to do? And like, what kind of car do you want to buy? And I told her what I wanted. And she was like, no, no, but like, really, what do you want to do? And I was like, no, that is what I want to do. And I'm like, if, you know, somebody, why not me? And so I always Mm. had this attitude of like, it's possible. And if I can see somebody else doing it, that means that it's possible for somebody and that I can achieve it. And I think this is so important because a lot of times people see other people online and it can discourage people. But I think Mm. you should use it as inspiration to know that this is possible for somebody else. So it's possible for you too. That's exactly, exactly right. So You know, envy is this really low vibe emotion and it comes from this place of fear and fear that if you have something, it's less for me. And it's really, really easy for us to just open our phones and go on Instagram or go on TikTok and immediately be triggered by this feeling of envy because we're seeing this like, you know, we're we're, we're flooded with images of perfection or highlight reels. And I think that it's, I hate that kind of phrase. It's more important than ever, but it really is more important than ever that we can actually start to become self-aware and identify when we're feeling envious. Because what can happen, not for everybody, but what can happen is that we we feel quite a lot of shame around feeling envious. So when I do workshops, I do lots of workshops and I always say to people in the audience, okay, who here gets jealous from time to time? And about 5% of the audience <laughs> will put their hands up and I'm like, you liars. And I say, who here feels envious? And then everybody does, because of course we all feel it. But there is the shame around envy because we don't want to admit that we feel envious and we don't even want to admit it to ourselves. So then what happens is we pass it off as judgment. So let's say that we're on TikTok and we see someone dancing in their kitchen or whatever it is. Instead of admitting that 
perhaps we feel envious of their ability to show up authentically and as themselves. Instead, what happens is we go, oh, that's so cringe. We start judging them. And so we really have a responsibility to first be able to identify when am I feeling a bit envious? When is that? When am I being triggered in that way? And then allow it to show us what still needs healing, what wounds are left unhealed within us that are triggering this fear. And what do we really just, what is it showing us that we want in our lives, what we want more of? And then we can go a step further by turning this into inspiration. So inspiration is the antithesis of envy. It's high vibrational. It says that there is an abundance. There's an abundance of love, success, money, joy in the world. You have something and I can have it too. And we can really, you know, to embody this feeling of inspiration, we can do simple things like celebrate each other. I'm like, I'm all about like celebrating other women and actively and proactively seeking out people to inspire you and to make who like exactly as you phrased it show you what's possible and i want to get to the next step which is the most important of all of these which is to trust in the universe yes so trust in the universe is about this knowing feeling that you don't know how you just know it will all happen the way it's supposed to it's about knowing that when you are clear in your vision you work on your healing journey and removing fear and doubt. You take action. You change your habits day to day. You step outside your comfort zone. You overcome obstacles and those tests from the universe. You embrace gratitude and you turn your envy into inspiration. You know that when you have done all those things, you will get to the place that you want to go. And you're not trying to force. You're just able to know what you want and surrender to the journey that will get you there. And a lot of us are impatient. So how do we have patience mm-hmm. in this process of manifesting? You know, I really think this is so important. In fact, I would say that being able to let go of that impatience and that need to control is like the gold dust of manifesting. If somebody said to me, what is like the one thing that I personally do that I think that like really allows me to manifest so powerfully, it's this, is that I never attach a desperate energy to anything that I want. And anytime we're getting impatient, that is coming from this like desperate, low vibrational energy, which is coming from that place of fear, which is the block to manifesting. And so what I ask people to do is actually two things. One, start looking for the synchronicities and coincidences in your life, because you can actually allow them to just show you and remind you that there is an energetic force greater than us working for us. We just, you can, it helps us to just go, there's something greater at play here. Like I can, let me just trust into this. So if you're thinking about someone and then they call you or you think about a song and then it's, you know, you walk in a shop and it's playing. So look for all these little synchronicities. I would also love to hear one more time your morning affirmation that you say to yourself, the full one. Okay, yes. So it's a couple, but it is. I am excited for what today will bring. I can handle anything that comes my way. I am open to all opportunities. I am magnetic. I love it. It's great. Thank you say that to yourself every morning? Yeah, every morning. A variation of that. Or today is going to be an amazing day. But every morning, I just say at least five. It just... And, and I do it just like the most important time is, you know, when you've just opened your eyes before you're fully awake, 
That's when your subconscious is most susceptible. It's when, as you're waking up, as you're falling asleep and in a meditative state. So those first few, like that first minute is so precious. So use it. Okay, great. Maybe I should set it as my alarm. So my alarm goes off. It's like just already saying the affirmation to me. That would be incredible. Okay. Well, thank you so much. This was so incredible. So where can we find your book and follow you? So I'm Roxy Nafusi on Instagram and the book is Amazon, Barnes and Noble and anywhere you find your books. Amazing. Thank you so much. I appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much, Mariana. Such a pleasure. Thanks so much for listening and be sure to subscribe to my podcast and rate and review because it would mean so much to me and follow me on Instagram at Mariana underscore Hewitt to see what episodes are coming up next. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.